one of the things we stumbled across was how powerful the church is. I said this yesterday, that the church is the most powerful institution in the world. Meaning that outside of the church, people will be walking in darkness and they will have no light to function. God designed the church to be a group, a people of advancement, kingdom takers, I mean kingdom conquerors, but also kingdom builders. So they build the kingdom of God, but they conquer other kingdoms. What is the conquering of kingdoms? Transferring men from the ideology they had to the ideology we have. Infiltrating societies with this ideology. That is the design and purpose of God for us here on earth. What is our, our ideology? Christ. What is our infiltration? Christ. That Christ will have supremacy in every field of endeavor. So as we speak this afternoon again about the knowledge of his will, and probably for some few days, I want you to have a takeover mindset, which of course, if you're in the nation family, you already do. I want you to have a takeover mindset because this year is the fulfillment of time where takeover begins. Again, I don't actually prepare much to come and speak to the Connect family. I have an idea of the scriptures that will be in my heart. But I don't, I don't actually come and prepare much because I know that there will be, there will be words that will have, that will be on my heart that we will express. So God's desire for us this year is true evidence of takeover. What that means then is that for some of you, you will enter into certain things and you will become the principality in that field. You will become one of the most efficient and the most, let me put it this way, you would, you would take market share. You will begin to take market share in whatever industry you find yourself in. Then you will also be a threat to institutions that have been existing for time because of power and ideology. Ideology in this case just simply means will. So I start with the scripture today. The silver and the gold is mine. Do you know that scripture? Let me take you to scriptures this morning. I believe that's let's let's start with that scripture so that you can understand. Where am I going? As Hosea chapter four, I believe, or somewhere thereabouts. Uh, Hosea. Let's go to Hosea this morning. We'll start from this scripture. so many H's and and this and that 
Haggai 2. No, Haggai 2, we'll get to in a moment. That's the silver and the gold is mine, right? No, it's Hosea 10. Haggai 2, the silver and the gold is mine. Yeah, no, I'm trying to... I want to get there, but let me finish off something that I started yesterday. Quickly. Hosea 10, I believe. Yes. Okay. I found it. I'll get there. I'll go there after. Hosea 10, I'll start from verse 11. Ephraim is a trained heifer that loves to fresh. So I will put a yoke on her fair neck. I will drive Ephraim. Judah must plow and Jacob must break up the ground. So righteousness for yourselves. Do you remember what we dealt with yesterday? I needed to just finish this up quickly. So righteousness for yourselves. Reap the fruit of unfailing love. Do you remember what we dealt with? Do not be deceived. Whatever a man sows, that is what he reaps. So he says, sow righteousness for yourself and reap the fruit of unfailing love and break up your unfollowed ground. That means the ground that has not been worked on. Break it up. For, look at this, for it is time to seek the Lord. So imagine when he's talking about seeking God, the first thing he said is so for yourselves. Righteousness. So at the beginning of every journey, a man would determine to sow. So it is for it is time to seek the Lord and sh shower his righteousness on you just to get that out of the way. Because yesterday we spoke about the invisible driving force, but I'll, that's, that's something that we'll do later. Now let's go to Haggai, Haggai chapter 2. can't believe Amanda said my milk is, I mean my, my tea is white. It's very brown, you know. So let's, let's do this. So we've got, who is, let's do this from, let me take it from verse 6. Remember this scripture. This is what the Lord Almighty says. In a little while, I will once more shake the heavens and the earth. This is very very important guys because remember last year when pt began to preach in atrium and he began to say that there is a shaking is coming so for everybody else they call this period 
COVID-19. Now, the new variant will be called COVID-21. Or, yeah, it will be called COVID-21, whatever they call it. Now, look at this. But for you, you're not going to call it a name. You're going to call it God's shaking. Because he said, in a little while, I will shake the heavens and the earth. And how do you know he's got shaken? Because he warned us ahead of time. Through the mouth of the apostle, Pastor Toby, he then began to tell us that America will be as shaken as Liberia. So because he began to tell us those things, it now means that he defined the characteristics of what the shaking would look like. So a man cannot deny that we're in a period of God's shaking of the earth. So he said, in a little while, I will shake the heavens and the earth, the sea and the dry land. I will shake all nations. But remember, because this is the scripture I want you to, to understand today. No. He says, and what is desired by all nations will come. So the shaking is not just so that he can prove he is God. One must, first of all, erase that from their mind so that they would understand that when the shaking happens, it is there is a rock call that takes place. There is a there is a an attention, a stand to attention that takes place for the life of the believer. Because when we see shakings happening, it says, I will shake all nations. If I ask you today, how can you say that all nations have been shaken? 110%. Funny enough, I don't know if you've watched it yet, but funny enough, there's this um, um, thing on Netflix. We were watching it at Pastor Gani's house. Um, Death to 2020. Even if you want to say that COVID wasn't a shaking, right? If you look in-depthly to what happened in nations last year, you would actually realize that every nation was shaken. Every nation. But that is not the end. Shaking is actually just the beginning. So my, not even my guess, through scriptures, you know that the shaking of nations is funny. It is funny. But you know that the shaking of nations is not going to end anytime soon. Because it took a while for the shaking to come. So it's going to take a while for the shaking to go. So people will say things like, when we return back to normal, let me tell you, God's shaking is going to take a while. What would then determine the the 
the end of God's shaking. It is that the desired by all nations will come. And I will fill this house with glory. So I know that every shaking is for the glory of a house. We've been over these things before, but I now know, because this is not where I'm going, this is just a pass-through, but I now know that for the house called nation family, the shaking of the nations is for your glory. I think if I am you, and I am you, I've got to write down that this current shaking is for my glory. The current thing, what is glory? Wait. That I will become weightier. This house will become weightier in the in the in the in the in the um what's it in the league of nations. It will become weightier in the league of nations as we begin to venture more into what the scriptures say, as we begin to venture more as a family. So that's why we can no longer just do things as individuals, but we have to do things as a house because the glory is coming to the house, not to the person. So the person must be a part of the house and then they are a part of the glory. So guess what happens? You have families like Rothschild. You don't even have to be an intellect in the Rothschild family. What happens is, you just have to carry the name of that house. And therefore, you are then reckoned among the nations. So there are names that are passcodes in certain nations. I'm speaking to you today, and I'm talking about the knowledge of his will. So God shakes the nations so that he can establish a house. So my job is to locate the house he is establishing. And you can never say, or you can look around the world and while businesses and establishments go down, while other families in which whom we pray for may be going down or struggling, this house gets stronger and stronger. And God continues to establish this house. And when he establishes this house, you will see that it is because he wants to make us established amongst the league of nations. He is not after the life, he's after the house. So what does God do? God sees how well knitted you are as to this house. And based on your knitting to this house, he releases certain things to you, but again, I'll leave that for another day. So then he says, the silver is mine and the gold is mine declares the Lord. The glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house, says the Lord Almighty. And in this place, I will grant peace. So what we wanted to take out of that was that the silver is God. The gold is God. And the reason why we wanted to take that out is because there is going to be not even that there is going to be, there is currently taking place, is shaking. But God now wants to, to expose 
his will to the children and now they would then be able to look beyond the ordinary, to look beyond what everybody else is looking at. They, they will know that lockdown is not just a lockdown. It is for the establishment of this house. Said, so, but how do we move? How do we maneuver exactly what we're doing now? Fortifying ourselves in the world. One of the things that you must give to the nation family is that progress doesn't stop because of any adversity. In fact, we get stronger and stronger as we move. So, but now, as the gates of the nations open up to the nation family, God says, what is it that you now need to be well positioned to do? To have knowledge of his will. So let's go into what we finished off with yesterday. Colossians chapter 1. This was where we prayed in the prayer scope in just in, just in case she wasn't on at 12 a.m. I can start a bit further back today. I want to take it as easy as this so that if anybody stumbles on this, they will gain understanding immediately of the time and season that we're in as a family. If anybody stumbles on hearing this, they will know that this is the desire and design and purpose of God for the church in 2021. Can I quickly pause to say the last few days has just been encounters of resources. Resources are going to flow to us like never before. I just want to in, in I want to release that into the atmosphere quickly because consistently it's just been encounters regarding resources it is going to flow so one of your sisters then messaged me yesterday um, a voice note or whatever that that um, she sent to the, her prayer group obviously her prayer company very very interesting to me because some of the things you do you will just have propensities but you will know that there are there are spiritual things behind it for example when you set a financial target for yourself or when we set a financial target for ourselves as a family there are things that are happening in the realm of the spirit that God is revealing to yourselves per times 
That's why it's a family. So that one would know for certain that this is the will of God for us in 2021. So all around us is resources. Do you remember when PT was preaching? And all around, he was talking about Noah. And he spoke and said that all around Noah was trees. But Noah would not know the value of that resource until he started building the ark. All around Noah, I mean all around God was dust. But God would not know the value of the dust until he wanted to make man. So what does that mean? People will not know the value of certain things until he makes man. This That's distracting though. So, you are going to know more the value of certain things the more you look at the ark and you, you define what the ark needs. So then PT then began to speak about tech people, I think last Sunday, and said the minute the tech, a tech person is going to then think what does the nation need then they will be able to actually push make that and from there start to make millions so it is through the intense looking at the ark that somebody would then begin to see what is needed So let's start with Colossians 1 again, but this time from verse 3. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. Because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all God's people. The faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven and about which you have already heard the, in the true message of the gospel that has come to you. In the same way, this is why I had to start from the beginning, the gospel is bearing fruit. So when we meditate on scriptures like this, the number one thing that we begin to talk about is we start to speak and tell ourselves that the gospel bears fruit. People are not fruitless or unfruitful when it comes to the gospel. The people that live inside of the gospel are the most powerful people. Why? 
because it bears fruit. Actually, most times, the most, the, the power that oozes out of men that challenge and interface with powers in the world are actually people of the gospel. Why? Because it is the gospel in them that bears fruit. It is not them bearing fruit, but it is the gospel that they believe in that bears fruit. What is the gospel in you? All the nations of the earth will be blessed. So there will be people who encounter you that they will be blessed through you. Without you, they cannot be blessed. There will be industries that will be blessed because you were in them. Do you understand that? So for me, I look at certain fields and I say, God will raise certain people to enter into, the, into that field because in that nation, in that industry, in that mountain, they will bear fruit. What is the bearing of fruit? Let me tell you how it starts. You go in there, you meet one person. Through you, that one person is blessed. You're bearing fruit. So what is fruit? It is fruit starts with seed, right? But it is seed that bears according to its kind. So if I am a son, and let's say I carried out the instrument of law. In fact, let me just use Dorothy. Dorothy, she's, she has the instrument of law. She's a seed in that field, right? But then Dorothy goes into that field and then bears different people, different fruit of her kind. Do you get that? So because why? Fruit only bear according to its kind. What does that mean? You cannot sow an apple seed and get a mango. You can only get a seed that is according to its kind. So he says the gospel is bearing fruit. That is what it's saying. So the first thing I need to look at is am I bearing fruit? And that's not by saying I want to bear fruit. It is just that have I got the gospel on the inside of me. If the answer is yes, then guess what you do? You keep sowing. You keep sowing and you keep sowing and you keep sowing. So therefore, then it says the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the world. So this gospel, the evidence that the, of bearing fruit is, is growth. How did Paul measure growth? people meaning that more people were being translated into the gospel or more people were becoming a blessing to the gospel so i take it this slow with you today so that you can understand the power that is in you the power of the gospel it is a takeover nature that is what God wants us to do. So if we begin to talk about the gospel in this manner, it is to tell ourselves that what we are called to do is to take over. It's to take over every realm and every industry, but it is still through the gospel. So now if we begin to name industries and name places and fields and mountains in which we want to take over, it is then to say now it is, 
Let me say it this way. If we name every industry and every mountain, it is not then to say I'm going to go and work hard in that mountain. But it is to say I carried the gospel to that place. And when I carry the gospel, the gospel infiltrates. So there is, so I love when you see people who started off as free people and become hundreds of people. Because what that, what that actually illustrates is the fact that the gospel has now spread into that place. So if I am doing a business, I actually take the gospel into that business. And the gospel then begins to infiltrate the, my employees. And my employees are so fired up by the gospel that they begin to infiltrate that mountain. That's what's supposed to happen. It is not supposed to be that, okay, we've set a business plan, even though you must do those things, but it's not supposed to be that we set a business plan, blah, 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 blah. No, it's supposed to be that we establish this on the gospel. And then from the gospel, we then began to work and the gospel made us a blessing to, the, to our clients and our clients saw more than just workers. They saw people who carried something. So you realize most times in the world that people don't really carry anything. They want to be the best at everything, but they don't carry any power on the inside to be the best. What makes you different from the rest of the people outside trying to do what you're trying to do? The gospel. There is something, a difference. It is the difference maker. You do not deny your difference. You embrace it. Many times you go out there and say, are you a, you know when we used to do church um, in the old days, they say, are you a Christian? When you were younger, they would ask you if you're a Christian, do you believe in God? And if you were like us, because we didn't see the advantage of God when we were younger, we were just like, uh, I'm not too sure. I believe in something, Shah. So you start, you start remixing it. Um, um, yeah, I believe there's a higher power out there. You know? But you don't actually say that you're a Christian because you couldn't see the advantage to it. But now that we know better, we're able to understand and embrace our difference. I believe in a higher power was the way we would say it. But now we embrace our difference. What is our difference? The gospel. Why are we the best at what we do? The gospel. It is the gospel and it grows throughout the world. Why are we sure that we will take over? The gospel. It is the gospel. It is as simple as that. It is not the fact that we believe in ourselves because let me tell you something. There are men that can be wiser according to human wisdom. There are men that can be faster according to human wisdom. There are men that can be stronger according to human wisdom. But according to God's wisdom, the gospel is the difference maker. It's the game changer. It is the game changer. It's the gospel. So when you see men who have engaged in the gospel, why can a son come out of prison? And it was almost like he never went to prison in the first place. The gospel. In you, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. So what do I do? I possess this gospel. I believe in the gospel. There's a, 
Paul began to put it in this way. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation. So I understand more and more every day that it is actually the power of God that I am actually working with. So I no longer work with the power of man, but there is a power of God that is working in me. And it is, it is the game changer that actually changes me when I enter into any industry. So I was saying to Obi yesterday, Minister Obi, I was saying, listen, I hear the advice of man, but you see, we have a game changer. We have something that makes us push the extra mile. That means that we can take everything for the kingdom. It's called the gospel. So I look at a man dead in his face and I'm able to know that I am at advantage because I have the gospel. The gospel works in me. Let me read on. Just as it has been doing amongst you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace, you learned it from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf, and who also told us of your love in the Spirit. Again, wherever we go, we can't just escape this word. This word called love. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with his, the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives. Now let's go on to the latter bit. So that you may live a life worthy of the Lord. So where do we want to get to this year? Remember, financially, you must live a life worthy of the Lord. So it is not enough to say, well, because people, when they hear live a life worthy, means, okay, I'm no longer going to sin again. That's, that's not what it means to live a life worthy of the Lord. Do you understand that? that so, because that's what you will zero it down to. Oh, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do that lying again. I'm not going to smoke again. I'm not going to this. I'm not going to that. No, let's come up to a higher dimension. To live a life worthy of the Lord. And I'm going to show you from scriptures exactly what I'm saying. It's not even talking about that at all. What does it mean to live a life worthy of the Lord? Look at what he says here. Live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way. Then... Bearing fruits in every good work. So what does it mean to, to please God? To bear fruit. Do you remember the scripture? Abide in me. And let my words abide in you. I, in fact, we have to read it, right? You, so when God was talking about I am the vine. You are the branches. You see this vine, right? It is, it is, in fact, let me just read it. I am the true vine. My father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that does not bear fruit. So the cutting off from God is not whether you're perfect or you're imperfect. The cutting off from God starts when you're no longer bearing any fruit. So guess what mean, What that means? 
It means a man who does not sow cannot bear. So guess what? If you're bearing fruit, harvest. Remember I told you yesterday that people are not, they are not gotten, they harvested. So the bearing fruit we're talking about here is still souls. That you're bearing fruit, you're creating leaders, you're developing people, you're, you're, you know. So it says when you're talking about bearing fruit, it says that you're harvesting, you're taking over territories. That is the bearing fruit that God is looking, that is the dimension that God is looking for in this season. He's looking for us to take over territories. He's looking for us to bear fruit. So when I came on this morning and began to talk about the takeover agenda, it is because I understand now God is taking us into the dimension of taking over certain territories. So this year, this season, what the nation, the Connect family must do, there must be evidence, remember, of takeover. Why? Because every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he cuts off. So it is going, so when we sit down and we do our businesses this year, it, it is with the takeover agenda in mind. If a Rodell is either in the football industry or in the food industry, it is with a takeover agenda in mind. If a Pastor Taliba is in the food industry, it is with a takeover agenda in mind because that will be bearing fruit, taking territories. So that's why I had to start off with the simplistic explaining of the gospel because it is actually now time for takeover. The fulfillment of the time is here. It is takeover time. That is what time it is. So I began to say to you, in you, all the nations of the earth will be blessed because I'm telling you this year, if you hold something in your hand, you must say to yourself that you're coming for everything. Not because, not because you are perfect or you're imperfect, but because the fact that you have the game changer in you. The game changer is working for you, the gospel. You can't sit there and and be a be a, a soaker. I'm a game changer. Well, oh, there's lockdown, there's this, there's that. That's for the world. That's for people that don't know God. But you know him. You know him, you see him. So that means for us, it's game-changing time. So I sat there this morning and realized, okay, it's takeover now. It's takeover. If we put our hand to something, it's takeover. I'm a game-changer, 110%. If they bring me into a company, you know that company is changing. There's no way. God forbid that they decide to give me role where I can speak. Ah, my God. Imagine one of you stand up to do a presentation. I don't, you know, you stand up to do a presentation, let's say in class or in a business. That's the day they know that we've got, we've got a game changer in our midst. There's always said, oh, I've got to do a presentation on behalf of my company. I'm shy. I don't know what I'm going to do. Guy, receive grace. That's all I can say. I want to remain calm, though, because I can feel like 
where we're going now is takeover. So this one, again, nothing wrong, don't misunderstand me. This one is still in bed, wondering what they're gonna do. I'm thinking, look, whatever the family's doing, that's what I'm doing. That's if I don't have anything to do. It's still in bed. Oh, I wonder what I'm gonna do this year. Oh, da, 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 da. It's take over time. Everything, everyone, for the sake of kingdom. So what do you, how do you know the best people or the people at the best advantage? Those who belong to the kingdom. So how do we take over? Is it that we then go and work harder? Da, 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 da? No, the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom. And all these things will be added. But let me stick with, um, finish this first of all, bearing fruit. It says, bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, he cuts it back so that it will be even more fruitful. So where's God going? Fruitfulness. He's just actually looking to make you fruitful. What, remember I've defined fruitful here. Bearing fruit according to your kind. So if you can bear fruit according to your kind, then guess what then happens? You, he cuts it back in order to push us forward. I think Connect have been cut back. They've been pruned. Now, guess what should happen? A major rally of soul winning should take place. Why? So Because there are more fruits out there that belong to the Connect family. And that's why, so this is what I wanted to explain yesterday. So that's why the houses, I said up to the houses that they should create um, press, like the one you saw, and then, and then um, create a mission statement because even though we're going to recruit as the Connect family, we're going to recruit through the houses. So people that come in will belong to a certain house and they will just know that that house preaches the gospel, right? And then before they know it, oh, they're part of um, that nation. But whatever the case may be, that's what it should be. We should create our houses as refuge centers for people who who want to do well and thrive in life but then but then we have to create it through those houses so for example if a house of fortune has a crest as everything and then begins to set their daily activities and begin to just use those daily activities to showcase to the world then we now have recruitment centers, but they are our houses. Do you get what I'm saying? So then people can then, you know, and it's just like when, when you look online, one of the major things that we do was we actually um, used to watch, um, what's that reverend, that guy? Um, I can't remember his name now. I can't even remember his name again. Uh, Run DMC, is it Run DMC? Reverend? I don't know. Um, I can't even remember his name again. I can't remember his name, I forgot it. I can't even remember. Let's just move on. But anyway, there was one, this one Reverend that used to show his house 
um, what's that thing that's gonna bother me? You know, I can't remember his name. Anyway, Ron's house. Yeah, Ron's house. Ron's house. Rev Ron. Rev Ron. That's it. Rev Ron. Ron's house. <laughs> his house runs out. You know, they were they were onto something, you know. They were actually onto something. It's just that again, they love they did it for commercial reasons. Fine. You know. But you know people they were fun, innit? But people I'm not asking you to go and start a reality TV show, by the way. But people tuned into that because they love family. Do I have to mention more? Keeping up with the Kardashians. You just see characters. People you can relate to. But I'm thinking in my mind like, okay, this is the nation family. <laughs> There'll be views but problem. By the time you first of all even say, um, um, what you even say, you just first, the, the, today, I, the first thing I said to Terry is, Terry, Terry, let me tell you something. God is against you. Imagine that's the first thing I said to him today. Somebody that's been in revival and prayer, you know. <laughs> you just be thinking, what is my prayer for? That's the first thing I said to Terry. God is against you, Terry. You do not look after my clothes well at all. By the time you put that on a reality TV show, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah. I'm the worst with words, I swear. <laughs> so where did I come where do I where did I come up with this shit from? And then you got a pastor Alicia that comes down in a big fluffy gown while we're on Periscope looking for a God knows what distracting the heck out of me. By the time you put out a reality TV show, it's a problem. But again, What you, it would be, but I'm not going to do it, by the way. I'm just saying that what we need to do is we need to show people the essence of family. And some of these houses are the most creative people. Young people. And your kind is out there. But what are they waiting for? They're waiting for the seed, which is you. So for me, it was just simply every house, the Valiant House, the, cap, the House of Capital, the House of Fortune, every house. I don't even know if I'm missing any house again. The Beverly Hills House. 
Huh? Hope House. These houses are, they're actually supposed to be adverts. You've got a Pastor Nathan in the Golden Fortune. I don't even know what that is, Karima. I can't even laugh. <laughs> this is a gold house guy. <laughs> Golden fortune, you know. Sounds like a, um, a fortune teller. <laughs> Sounds like a Chinese shop. <laughs> But I get what you mean. You're merged into two. I get it. It sounds like one cereal. <laughs> you know, every time I'm trying to, you know what is, every time I'm trying to be serious here, yeah, someone will just do something that will just get me into that. So it sounds like, it actually sounds like a cereal. You might as well just name it Golden Nugget. <laughs> so. But these houses, we want to now turn them into. No, it's fine, it's fine, Karina. Also, Golden Fortune makes sense. It makes sense. We understand. So, what we want to do is we want to create adverts. Why? Because our kind is out there. So I was even saying to the guys that even the way we do it, you know what I want to see? I want to see this year House of Fortune or House of Capital House say this is our this is our base of operations. You know what house you belong to, even if you then get another house, it will be out of that house. You belong to a line. So, when we talk about bearing fruit in every good work, we want to say now we're bearing fruit according to our kind. That each house must have a financial character. You must have a financial character. Of course, it's connect family, but each house must have a financial character. I actually think these are the times for this. And then you do however you display your house, but the, the major thing is that you, you, you push the agenda. What characterizes the nation family? The family houses. So when we agree on the nation family, we agree according to the family houses. So, of course, then that's how the houses then become streets. Because there are people invested in those houses. So, we take over the mountains from our houses. You know, I can't wait for the day. And it's not long now. I keep seeing this. 
keep walking down the stairs and living in the house keep walking down the stairs i open the door there's a there's a room full of people just working it's the power room the engine room you know like in the white house they have their bunker for military strategy That's what our houses are going to be. So still the most powerful location in America is the White House. It's still a house. Bearing fruit in every good work. It's like this scripture, I can't just get through it. But this is how we stumble on things at the New Year. Let me bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. No, that, I missed a bit there. Yeah, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power. Have you seen this scripture before? In Ephesians chapter 3. Being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might. So that you may have great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. Take over. That's the word for today. So I was saying that one of your sisters shared, a, uh, shared her prayer experience or her encounter with me yesterday as she was praying at some time, I think, with the family, some of the family. And she said that God began to show her different fields and industries and, and stuff like that. Showed her HR, agriculture. Um, and logistics and all those kind of fields you know and he also he showed the various other things but then when he showed her that he took her to the top of the mountain I mean top of the building from where there was a bird on the top of the building etc etc whatever that the details are not important what is important is the fact that if you allow God, He will show you industries, areas, fields that are for the taking. This detail is important. She said she saw fowls going up. I'm telling you, the knowledge of His will, watch it here, you will. You will know things that you shouldn't know. Remember the day I told you about what Elisha did with the king? God will take you through the corridors of power to drop information inside of you. You know when you see such information, it is then you will see words, right? And then you will then go and Google those words and research and you will then begin to realize that, oh wow, this goes on in the world. Do you know the issue sometimes with our mind? We, we, we live according to where we grew up. 
We don't know that the world is bigger than that. We don't know that the world is bigger than that. So God has, so she said that her prayer will shatter my mind. I relate with that so much because unfortunately for us, we're so tied to our background. And you know, most times when you're so tied to your background, you think you're not tied to your background. You think you're not. But unfortunately, we only deal with things as ex- to, to the extent that we are exposed to. So God has to come in and create almost like a divine exposure to show you that there are hidden riches in the world that you don't even know anything about that is bigger than Croydon, that is bigger than Brixton, that is bigger than the knowledge you have in your head. But guess what he does? He says, can you go into the deeper waters in order to search it out? That's why when Paul would, when, when the apostle Paul would say, Oh, the depth of the riches of Christ. Because it's so deep. There, are, there is wealth on the seeds. There is wealth on the seeds that you know nothing of. That people make millions from. But where are we tied to? We're tied to our background. So what we know is a website. We know a website. We know the businesses that we see our consultancy. We know this, we know that. But God wants to bring us into a deeper depth this year. So the, I agree, I concur with that prayer. I don't know. You can't pray that one fleshly, meaning you can't. That has to be like at the height of prayer, you start praying it. So don't go and try and pray, oh God, shatter my mind. It won't work. It won't work. It's like when you get to a height in prayer, and then it now you 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 are undone by what you have seen. Do you get that? So what do you do? <laughs> You, you press in to the place of prayer. You press in. You remove all distractions. You know I see people sometimes they're trying to pray, right? And then they pick up, they pick up the phone and they want to they want to be praying and on the phone at the same time. I, I'm just like, well, good luck to you. You won't dive in to the mysteries of you will be on the surface. Do you know why? Because spiritual principles work on focus. That's what it works on. The more you focus, the more you see. So there, I was just checking a Bible scripture. I was like, yeah, you can check a Bible scripture, but it's not time to check Bible scriptures. It's time to pray. It is then when you now come back up, when God has released you, then you check. The depth of God. So again, it's again that family house stuff is not compulsory, but I just felt like, okay, now I get it. Now I get the family house initiative. 
and we have to be very smart in the way we do it, obviously. But it's something that we must do. I leave you with that today. And again, that's not an organization thing, so nobody should come and tell, ask me like, oh, so you said this about the family houses, blah, blah, blah. Family house can do as they want. I'm not, it's not a rolled out plan. There's enough rolled out plans already. It's not a rolled out plan. It's just if you have time, if you think it's a good idea, then do it. If you don't, just discard it. It's fine. Please. Okay. But again, I will say this. If you uh, if you're, you're saying you've got people around, you want them more involved, then create an operation in your house. That's how we grow together. That's how we grow together. Of course, some this year, some of, some of you that have been saying you're going to get a family house or this, that, and the other, of course, this will be the year. A family house meaning your own trap house or whatever try whatever we call it now let's just stay with family house you're gonna get your own house i love some of your faith you people are looking for house without income yes, i love it you don't need income to look for a house by the way Let's do the income one first, though. Let's have faith for income. Okay, we have faith for heart. I think that's what we would do first. Fearless faith. Yeah. Ask Abba and Cole about fearless faith. <laughs> about that because there's still problem everywhere. <laughs> when Louise comes out, headlocks me. <laughs> uh, it will be with ease this year. It will be with ease. Finances will be with ease. Houses will be with ease. We're going to get to a point where Houses will just operate as a business. Each house will just will have ten houses. Each house will give ten k each. That kind of situation. That's what we're gonna do. We'll get to a point this year. One hundred and ten percent. So thank you all for your time this is periscope it's been amazing faith is high really high by the way i was just wanna i'm just thinking whether i should even say it but i do want to see houses i just don't want people to then think okay okay i'm gonna go and look for my house no it's not it's that's not how we do it it is it's going to be based on timing we will know when the time is right. We will know. But we will do. We will do. We will do. Alright, 
thank you all. We'll speak shortly. I'm still thinking about whether we'll do another Zoom call tonight. I'm still thinking about it, but it's most likely no, because it's Wednesday. I like to sleep in the evening on Wednesday, I hope. Or I like to just relax. Um, so let's see how it goes. But we're here, we're working, just like you're working, enjoying working from home as a professional that I am. Um, and then we'll see how we go. Thank you all. Have a good day. Okay, Grandpa. You see, just for that, the Zoom call is going to happen now. You just put everybody in problem. Now I'm joking. It's not going to happen. I still can't do it. Um, but let's, let us, um, oh, that's true. I'm going to send the document out today, by the way. Um, I'm going to send the document out today. I'm going to send the document out today. So we'll see how it goes. I'll see you guys a bit later.